broadcast. Speak my word is about to begin. Your host is Shannon Davis. And we are living in the time of the end. King Linus. We have ignition. We will be reading tonight from the King James Edition. Jesus told us to preach the gospel, cast out devils and lay hands on the sick. If you are not obeying him, you better act quick. He is coming back and we will all give a report. So obey Jesus so you don't come up short.
That's a song that I wrote about six years ago. Vocals by Carolyn Joy and composition by C. Moll out of Germany. Hope you enjoyed that song. Well, we're going to get into today's program. This is going to be a live program. We're here today, Wednesday, August 9th, 2023. Welcome aboard. We're going to be picking up today in Genesis chapter 32, where we left off last time. Let's open up in prayer. Father, Jehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we thank you for this opportunity to be together today around the world, open up your word, speak it over the airwaves. I ask you, Father God, that you'd bless every person taking part in this program today or who will listen later in the archives. We ask for the Holy Spirit of God to draw those into the program that he would have to tune in. Let this program go far and wide for the glory of God. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over every one of us. In the name of Jesus, we just bind the strong man and every demonic force operating in each of us or against this program. And we command every unclean spirit that's got a hook in us to loose us and go right now to where the Lord Jesus Christ wants it to go. In the name of Jesus Christ, again, we bind every demonic force that would try to stop these programs. Stop people from getting here that want to be here or that need to be here. Stop me from doing them. In Jesus' name, we just bind up and rebuke every spirit of backlash, retaliation, revenge, retribution, hindrance, or delay that's come against any of us. Forgive us, Lord Jesus, of all of our sins, known and unknown, back to the very first thought, word, deed, gesture, and action. Help us, Lord God. Give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word. Guide and direct all of our steps. Not our will, but thy will be done. Open up the right doors, shut the wrong doors, give us peace, God, in our decisions or not. So we'll know where there's danger. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, amen. Sure is good to be back with you. And uh, again, welcome. We're going to do one more song and then I'm going to dive right in. So if you're just joining us, uh, we're getting ready to start. God bless you all and um, here's a song. Kick it off. Again, we're going to be in Genesis chapter 32. I'll be reading from the King James Bible. Anointed music. All right. Here we go. In the name of Jesus. Genesis chapter 32. And Jacob went on his way. And the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's host. And he called the name of that place Mahanaim. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau his brother unto the land of Seir, the country of Edom. And he commanded them, saying, Thus shall ye speak unto my lord Esau. Thy servant Jacob saith thus, I have sojourned with Laban, and stayed there until now. And I have oxen and asses, flocks, and men's servants, and women's servants. 
and I have sent to tell my Lord that I may find grace in thy sight. And the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to thy brother Esau, and also he cometh to meet thee, and four hundred men with him. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people that was with him, and the flocks and the herds and the camels into two bands, and said, If Esau come to the one company and smite it, then the other company which is left shall escape. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, Jehovah, which said unto me, Return unto thy country, and to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies, and of all the truth, which thou hast showed unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan, and now I am become two bands. Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me, and the mother with the children. And thou said, I will surely do thee good, and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. And he lodged there that same night, and took of that which came to his hand a present for Esau his brother. Two hundred she-goats and twenty he-goats. Two hundred ewes. Those are lambs, right? And twenty rams. Thirty milk camels with their colts. Forty kine. And ten bulls. Twenty she-asses. And ten foals. And he delivered them into the hand of his servant, servants. Every drove by themselves and said unto his servants pass over before me and put a space between drove and drove and he commanded the foremost saying when Esau my brother meets thee and asks thee saying whose art thou and where are you going and whose are these before thee then thou shalt say they be thy servant Jacob's it is a present sin unto my Lord Esau. And behold, also he is behind us. And so commanded he the second and the third, and all that followed the drove, saying, On this manner shall ye speak unto Esau when ye find him. And say ye moreover, Behold, thy servant Jacob is behind us. For he said, I will appease him, with the present that goeth before me. And afterward I will see his face. Peradventure he will accept of me. Now, if you're not up to date on where we're at, Jacob and Esau, the two brothers of Isaac and uh, his wife. Isaac and Rebekah, right? Abraham and Sarah Isaac and Rebekah. They have two sons, Jacob and Esau. Esau um, is a man of the field. He likes to hunt. He'll go out and, and shoot venison for his father, one of his favorite father's favorite mills. 
and he was out hunting one day came in he's hungry he sees his brother Jacob who's a man of the tents more I guess of an administrator in today's terms he wouldn't be the jock he'd be the nerd his brother the jock or was that back in the 80's <laughs> do they still use that term nerd and jocks um, man we used to use programming now they use code we used to use motherboard now they call it main board no I'm, I'm not going to update with the times I like my terms I'm going to remain classic amen just unlike, just like I like the classic King James because I don't have to worry about anybody going in there and messing with him. It's good to go. And you'll be good to go if you stick with it. All the way that Jesus comes back for us. Amen? But let me get back on target. Because I am infamous for going down some rabbit trails which have nothing to do with this word. Okay. So he's a man of the tents. Uh, talking about Jacob. He's here cooking. He had some lentils over the fire had some hot bread again I hope he had some butter to go with that I'm sure he did if you've got that kind of livestock you're probably churning your old butter like they did back on the farm you know and his brother uh, Esau says brother give me some of that and Jacob should have just said sure my brother here sit down I'll fix your plate Said he says give me your birthright and uh Esau actually does it. He says, sure, you can have it. Just feed me. I'm about to die over here. So Esau despises birthright. His brother Jacob was envious of it and the fact that his brother was the firstborn and would have the firstborn's blessing. And later you see Rebekah who favored Jacob over Esau, I believe. She conspired with him to fool Daddy, who's old and knows he's getting ready to depart for heaven or paradise, and ready to bless his oldest son Esau, sends him out on an errand, go get me some of that venison, cook it up, just like I like it, bring it in here, so feed you can feed me, and I'll give you a blessing. And uh, before you know it, Jacob is in there, disguised as brother. Fool's dead, steals the birthright. I think the word Jacob means deceiver. Well, God had a plan, though. And, uh, you know, Esau should not have despised the birthright, but because he did, it's going to go to Jacob now and the blessing. And after this occurred and Esau found out what his brother Jacob had done to him, he was so angry he said, just wait, I'm going to kill my brother. And uh, to save his life, both the father and mother sends Jacob over to his kinfolk, his uncle Laban, uh, until he receives word that his brother's cooled off and saved to come back. Well, he's gone a long time, I think over 21 years. While he's over there, he's instructed to take a wife from his kinfolk there, and Laban has two daughters. And I won't go into all the detail again, but he works 
von Leben marries both these girls and their handmaidens, builds a tribe, 12 sons, if I recall, and becomes a mighty man uh, with a lot of livestock. And one day he says, time to go. And when he goes, he's on a mission to get back to uh, his homeland. Uh, There's one more task ahead of him. What's happened with his brother? How will his brother perceive him? Has his brother forgiven him or does he still have hatred since day one and he's about to bushwhack him? Well, we will find out. But he's smart and uses wisdom and, you know, he's he's matured. Jacob has and I believe he's repented. But yet he's still uncertain how it's all going to turn out. So he sends his brother some love offerings. And here comes Esau with 400 men. Again, and say ye moreover, behold, thy servant Jacob is behind us, for he said, I will appease him with a present that goeth before me, and afterward I will see his face, and maybe he will accept me. Peradventure. I think we ought to start using that old word, peradventure. That's more exciting than maybe, right? People say, hmm, what's that word? Peradventure. It's in the Bible. Verse 21, so went the present over before him and himself lodged that night in the company. And he rose up that night and took his two wives and his two women servants and his 11 sons. Okay, he's got 11 right now. And passed over the ford Jabbok. And he took them and sent them over the brook, sent over that he had. And Jacob was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him till the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go. For the day breaks, and he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And he said to him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel. For I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Peniel, The sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. Therefore the children of Israel eat not of the sinew which shrank, which is upon the hollow of the thigh, unto this day, because he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh in the sinew that shrank.
And Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau came, and with him four hundred men. And he divided the children unto Leah and unto Rachel, and unto the two handmaids. And he put the handmaids and their children foremost, and Leah and her children after, and Rachel and Joseph hindermost. And he passed over before them, and bowed himself to the ground seven times, till he came near to his brother. And Esau ran to meet him and embraced him, fell on his neck, kissed him, and they wept. And he lifted up his eyes and saw the women and the children and said, Who are those with thee? And he said, The children which God hath graciously given thy servant. Then the handmaidens came near, they and their children, and they bowed themselves. Now, I can't say that I have experienced this directly, uh, what Esau and Jacob went through. Jacob, now Israel. He hadn't seen his brother in over 21 years. But it had been about half that much for me. I had an opportunity two weeks back to meet my brother Damon at the airport, and we had not seen each other almost, I think, 10 years. So about half of that time that Jacob and Israel, um, excuse me, Esau and uh, Jacob had spent apart and, uh, you know, as these two brothers have come back together, uh, some things have changed. He's not coming back solo this time. He's got wives and he's got children and he's grown. His tribe has grown. And in uh, much the same way, my tribe has grown. And so when I picked up my brother Damon at the airport, um, he's the first of what I hope will be many more that will come to visit us here in Bali and um, hugged his neck, gave him a kiss at the airport. Good to see my younger brother. I'm the oldest and uh, by two years. And uh, Damon got to meet my tribe that's grown. It was just me when I came over here seven years ago. And I've gotten married, of course, as you know, and we've had three children. You all know that too. But uh, all new to my brother. He had never met them face to face. Got to meet Mama Narita and uh, Jeremiah and uh, Judah and baby Jemima and what a reunion it was so I I, uh, I kind of understand what it must have been like when they fell on each other's neck because I did the same and uh, it was a great reunion praise the Lord well goes on to say and Esau again lifted up his eyes saw the woman and the children you know you're just surprised his brother was not alone anymore big tribe go on to verse 6 then the handmaids maidens came near they and their children and they bowed themselves and Leah also with her children came near and bowed themselves and after that came Joseph near and Rachel 
and they bowed themselves. And he said, What meanest thou by all this drove which I met? And he said, These are to find grace in the sight of my Lord. And Esau said, Have enough, my brother. Keep that. Thou hast unto thyself. And Jacob said, No, I pray thee. If now I have found grace in thy sight, then receive my present at my hand. For therefore I have seen thy face, as though I had seen the face of God, and thou wast pleased with me. Take, I pray thee, my blessing that is brought to thee, because God hath dealt graciously with me, and because I have enough. And he urged him, and Esau took it. And he said, Let us take our journey, and let us go, and I will go before thee. And he said unto him, My Lord knoweth that the children tender, the flocks and the herds, with the young are with me. And if men should overdrive them one day, all the flock will die. But my Lord, I pray thee, pass over before his servant, and I will lead on softly, according as the cattle that goeth before me, and the children be able to endure, until I come unto my Lord unto Seir. And Esau said, Let me now leave with thee some of the folk that are with me. And he said, What needeth it? Let me find grace in the sight of my Lord. So Esau returned that day on his way unto Seir. And Jacob journeyed to Succoth and built him a house and made booths for his cattle. Therefore the name of the place is called Succoth. And Jacob came to Shalem, the city, a city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan, when he came from Padanaram and pitched his tent before the city. And he brought a parcel of a field, excuse me, and he bought a parcel of a field where he had spread his tent at the hand of the children of Hamor, Shechem's father, for a hundred pieces of money. And he erected there an altar and called it Elihoi Israel. Israel. And Dinah, the daughter of Leah, which she bare unto Jacob, went out to see the daughters of the land. And when Shechem, the son of Hamor, the Hivite prince of the country, saw her, he took her and lay with her and defiled her. They had relations and they were not married, so she was defiled now. Anytime we have sex outside of marriage, defilement happens because it's illegal sex. Yet it's uh, ubiquitous these days. I have committed fornication in my youth, as many do today, and we did not do it God's way. So we need to repent. We need to teach our children to do it God's way so there's a blessing and we don't get defiled. Thank God for the ability to repent, receive forgiveness. But truth is truth. They knocked the boots. And he laid with her. The father and his soul clave unto Dinah, the daughter of Jacob. They become one flesh. 
and he loved the girl, spake kindly unto her. And Shechem spake unto his father Hamor, saying, Get me this damsel to wife. Well, at least they're going to do the right thing, right? And Jacob heard that he had defiled Dinah, his daughter. Now his sons were with his cattle in the field. And Jacob held his peace until they were come. And Hamor, the father of Shechem, went out unto Jacob to commune with him. The sons of Jacob came out of the field when they heard it. The men were grieved. They were very angry because he had wrought folly in Israel and lying with Jacob's daughter. Which thing ought not to be done? And Hamor communed with them, saying, The soul of my son, Shechem, longeth for your daughter. I pray you, give her him to wife, and make ye marriages with us, and give your daughters unto us. Take our daughters unto you. Well, that may have been what they wanted, but that was not what God wanted for Israel and his descendants. He did not want them to marry strange wives that worshipped idols goes on saying ye shall dwell with us and the land shall be before you dwell and trade ye therein and get you possessions therein Shechem said unto her father and unto her brethren let me find grace in your eyes and what ye shall say unto me I will give ask me Never so much dowry and gift, and I will give according as ye shall say unto me. But give me the damsel to wife. In other words, whatever you want as a payment, a dowry. In this case, the men would give a dowry to the parents of the damsel. In other cultures, it's the girl that's got to give a dowry to her husband. Whatever it is, just say it, but let me have that your daughter to wife. And the sons of Jacob answered Shechem and Hamor his father deceitfully. They said, Because he had defiled Dinah their sister, they said to them, We cannot do this thing to give our sister to one that is uncircumcised. For that were a reproach unto us. But in this will we consent unto you. If ye can talk about the group, when you read the King James Bible, if you see the ye, it's not an archaic term that's there without reason. It's there because there is, there is singular and plural in the underlying text which uh, the translation of English comes from. And you need to be able to determine is it talking to an individual or a group Whenever you see ye, it's talking about plural. If you see thee, thy, thou, it's singular. That way you know who the audience is. So they're saying if ye, talk about all of them, will be as we be, that every male of you be circumcised. Then will we, many plural, give our daughters unto you. And we will take your daughters 
to us. And we will dwell with you, and we will become one people. But if ye will not hearken unto us to be circumcised, then will we take our daughter, and we will be gone. And their words please Hamor and Shechem, Hamor's son. And the young man deferred not to do the thing, because he had delight in Jacob's daughter. And he was more honorable than all the house of his father. And Hamor and Shechem his son came unto the gate of their city and communed with the men of their city, saying, These men are peaceable with us. Therefore let them dwell in the land and trade therein. For the land, behold, it is large enough for them. Let us take their daughters to us for wives, and let us give them our daughters. Only herein will the men consent unto us for to dwell with us, to be one people. Now, God didn't want them to be one people. He didn't want these nations to mix. The infidel with uh, his people. But Hamor is saying, if every male among us be circumcised as they are circumcised, they'll do the deal. Shall not their cattle and their substance and every beast of theirs be ours? See, they had another motive too. Those people in that land wanted to share in the wealth that Israel had. Only let us consent unto them, and they will dwell with us. And unto Hamor and unto Shechem his son hearkened all that went out of the gate of his city. And every male was circumcised. All that went out of the gate of his city. Now, that's not going to be an operation that's going to be fun. They take a, I guess, a knife, and they just, you know, cut off that foreskin. That's going to hurt. I don't know if they had any numbing agents back then or not. But they all got uh, circumcised, all the males. Came to pass on the third day when they were sore, they were hurting. That two of the sons of Jacob, Simon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, her people, took each man his sword and came upon the city boldly and slew all the males. So they're sitting there in agony and pain. Their their parts are hurting. And in their most vulnerable time, they get smoked. Simeon, Levi, and some of the group there came in, slew all the males. And they slew Hamor, Shechem's son, with the edge of the sword, and took Dinah out of Shechem's house and went out. The sons of Jacob came upon the slain and spoiled the city because they had defiled their sister. Now they had acted presumptuously. They didn't get dead's permission nor God. So there's going to be price to pay. We should not act presumptuously, should we? The sons of Jacob, again, spoiled the city. They took their sheep and their oxen and their asses and that which was in the city and that which was in the field and all their wealth, all the little ones, and their wives took they captive. Wow. Spoiled even all that was in the house. And Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, Ye 
have troubled me to make me to stink among the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites and the Perizzites. And I being few in number, they shall gather themselves together against me and slay me, and I shall be destroyed, I and my house. And they said, Should he deal with our sister as with a harlot? We're going to stop right there. Let me mark my place. Uh, Genesis 32 to 34 today. Hope you enjoyed that edition of Speak My Word. We go through the Word of God together. We're going to try to get through it this year, one year, go through the whole Word. I better get boogieing then because I missed some time. And we will. We'll get up to speed. Hope you enjoyed today's programs. We had Michael Cummins, John Gogan, and that was uh, Speak My Word. We're going to be back again tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern. And um, we're going to have more great programs. We'll be on with Gary Stafford and a guest. We'll also have Joey Farrar tomorrow. We'll do another edition of Speak My Word. And I'm going to queue up. I'm beginning uh, today to reach out and start filling up the schedule again. So expect a lot of new shows. And don't forget, typically every day, Monday through Friday, I'm going to be uploading uh, to the other podcast we do called The Reloaded. And um, you'll catch many new episodes popping up over there, just as I uploaded yesterday and today. Hope you enjoy them. If you want to contact me, OmegaManRadio.com. I want to thank you for supporting this work. It's kept us alive. We're very grateful. God generously bless you and your family. Thank you for tuning in and love you all. Again, OmegaManRadio.com. God bless you all. In Jesus' name.